Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, you beautiful, badass lightworker. Oh, I hope your day is just flowing smoothly, that you are feeling joy in your heart, and that you are getting your God winks from universe on a regular basis. If you don't yet know what God winks are, then I would suggest you find my episode. Actually, um, I think the title is God winks, or at least has God winks in the title. All right, I want to talk today about how God called me to a mountain. You know, when we get into the flow, into the vortex, as Esther Hicks calls it, step into the light, you know, we get connected with universe, with God or angels, guides. When we're in that flow, amazing things can occur. And recently, I can't remember what I was doing at the time. I don't remember if I was outside or what I was doing, but I literally heard God say, you need to come to the mountain and meditate for 21 days with me. Now, I knew what mountain he was talking about. He was talking about a mountain near my home, about 35 miles from me. Uh, The mountain is called Elk Mountain, and it is a ski resort. I have always been drawn to that area where the mountain is located. Michael and I go up there often on road trips and we'll go frequent some, some uh, different bar and grills and different restaurants and just tool around in the country. The scenery is beautiful and I just feel so at peace there. So before I get into this whole call to the mountain, I'm just going to say for the past I'd say a couple of years. I have been working so hard at trying to get different things into place, whether it's coaching, uh, coaching one-on-one, coaching groups, um, getting my website tweaked and changed, getting spiritual boot camp up and running and, and now automated, which thank God is a blessing. So I've been, you know, I was working so hard for these couple of years and I'll be honest, my daily meditation practice was not as um, on as it used to be. And what I mean by that is I had gotten away from taking the time to really disconnect from the world, everything, the world, and really go into deep meditation. And for me, that's silent meditation. That is when I feel the most connected, just I always feel connected to God, but I feel like when I'm in deep meditation or that silent meditation, and maybe I'm just focusing on the breeze that I can hear in the trees, maybe it's just the slight hum of the, the flame in my gas um, heater that I hear right now, right beside my desk here. I just go into that space and I just can focus on some kind of sound around me. But it turns everything off in my brain, 
And believe me, it's a practice. It takes time to get to where you can do that. But I can do that now. And over the past couple of years, I have been striving so hard. You know what? I'll be honest. I feel that we're a lot of us that are leaders and teachers and mentors. Or maybe so, maybe people that aren't even in that role, but just felt like I've got to be doing more. I'm not doing enough. I have to reach more people. I have to do this. All these have tos. And so that's what I was doing. I was working so hard. I was doing everything myself with the my website and stumbling through that and taking this course and that course to teach me how. And oh, I honestly did nothing but get myself very drained, very tired. Uh, my body was hurting because I wasn't doing what made my soul sing. See, I was doing things that did not fill me. And you know, what makes my soul sing is the meditation every single day, the walking in nature and not have to think about what I have to do later, just telling each tree that I love it and that it's my favorite tree and um, spreading the love to <laughs> Mother Earth while I walk around, driving through the country, listening to music, cranking it up in my house and maybe rock music from the 80s. <laughs> maybe a day of listening to music that's just melodies, like softer sounds. Coloring in what they call adult coloring books. I think we should just color in all coloring books. I mean, I don't know why they're called adult coloring books or, child or um, um, children's coloring books. They're just books to color in and they're fun. So all these things that make my heart sing, my soul sing. I had, I didn't have as much time because I had told myself I had to do all this other stuff. I have to do this so that this can happen or that this door can open or that this next step can show up. <clears throat> so I heard loud and clear when God said, come meet me at the mountain for 21 days. So that's what happens when you get connected. That's how I started out this whole talk today. We will hear it. We will hear what we need to hear when it's time. And um, so I knew, I, I just said immediately, yes, I will. I will. I will start tomorrow. Like I literally said, I'll start tomorrow. So I knew this was going to be a commitment because number one, it was 35 minutes from my house one way. That just was the driving time. And then the sitting in meditation. Um, I also was, I also felt called to journal while I was there. Uh, I didn't know it at the time, but I would be taking photos there. That crazy stuff was showing up for me in the sky, in the clouds. And so I said to God, I will be there. So I started this 21-day meditation. And I, I told Michael, my boyfriend, I said, I don't know what this is all about, but I feel it's big. Something big is going to happen after this or during this. And so I showed up the next day. Now, I looked ahead in my book. And I already had, you know, uh, clients scheduled. I had a lot of one-on-one -on -one personal coaching clients because I, I coach clients one-on-one um, -on -one for several months. So I had everything already booked, but yet I made this commitment to God that I'd be there. So whether I was going towards that mountain at 8 p.m. or uh, 5 in the morning, it didn't matter. I knew that I committed to that and I was going to show up. And it, it really makes you think, you know, God's never, ever left us or given up on us or, or not shown up for us. We are the ones that uh, distance ourselves from, from God, source, creator, universe, whatever you call that. Grab a drink of water. <clears throat> so 
I headed up to the first, first morning and I sat in this parking lot across from the mountain and I sat where I could just see the whole mountain. I just sat there and then I would, you know, close my eyes for a bit and I could really focus. I could just, there's so many birds. There were blue jays and crows and um, a hawk that showed up. There was bald eagle that showed up often. I mean, it was just, I mean, I'll be honest. It's kind of like how my life is. <laughs> I mean, completely honest, these things show up for me on a regular basis. But it was just magical because it was at the mountain and it happened there too. You know, I was like, wow, see, I, you know, we're never separate from you, universe, and you're showing up here, the same birds that show up in my yard. And so I'm not going to go through each day here, but I told Michael, I think on the third day I went, I said, I'm going to walk the mountain on the last day, or, you know, I want to walk the mountain by the last day. I feel like that's going to happen. Now, just to give you a little background story, I have had an on and off uh, knee issue for the past couple of years, actually. It will flare up and it will go away and it will flare up and go away. And I've never had it checked. I did have surgery on my knee in 85. Um, Who knows if it's something that flaring up. I am not putting any story with it. I'm going with the flow. And the flow right now is saying, you don't need to get it checked. Right now, you need to trust and you need to have faith and you need to continue forging forward. Because if you've listened to anything else that I've put out there with how emotions are tied to our body, how they'll show up in our body, um, fear shows up in our knees. Now, I know universe is really asking me to go big, 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 big. I mean, they're not even like putting out with baby steps anymore with me. It's literally like, and it's not that the universe is saying, look, you have to do this. We're making you do this. The universe is saying, you came down to do this. Okay. We're just, we're just reminding you. We're giving you those nudges. Your body's giving you those nudges. Your body's saying, I'm stuck. I'm scared. Let's fucking go. We got to move forward. Let's go. Keep going. Everything else turned out fine. Let's go. Take a step. See what I'm saying? So I told Michael, I'm going to be walking this mountain at the last day. Now this was, okay. So I did my 20, well, okay, I was on day 19. Um, day 19, I was heading up there, and I realized uh, we're getting, actually, they're calling for rain the next two days. And so I thought, well, I mean, if I'm going to walk, I just had it in the back of my head. Well, maybe I'm going to be walking in the rain. I've done it before. I don't care. I've walked seven tubs in the rain. Um, and there's another podcast about seven tubs. If you ever want to listen to that, it's pretty cool. But I went on day 19, and I was sitting at the base of the mountain on my little mat. Well, I took a towel this time to sit there and meditate on. I had moved from across the way in the parking lot. I gradually moved over to where I was actually going to sit on the mountain. So I'm sitting on the mountain meditating, and this couple walks by with their dog and says hi, and they start up the trails. There's little trails that you can walk up. And then they also have, you know, the ski slope with the chairs, the chair lifts, and it's just the vertical straight up. I guess they call them like a black diamond or double black diamond or something, those straight up steep hills. So they go on their way and I just decide, I just lay down. So I'm laying there on the ground and I could, in a moment's notice, I just began to feel the heartbeat of the mountain. And I don't even know how to explain it. It's something you have to feel. I've never felt that before. (laughs) I mean, people talk about connecting with the heart of Mother Earth and the heartbeat of Mother Earth, and they talk about it. But when you feel it, I felt the heart of that mountain. 
I mean, I felt it in my soul. And I felt like I knew at that moment that mountain had called me there. And I had said in the beginning of this whole 21-day meditation, I told Michael, I said, the, uh, maybe it was day four or five or six, but I said, the mountain is healing me. Like, I, it's healing me. I feel it. I know it. So again, this is day 19. I'm laying there. I feel this heartbeat of the mountain, and I'm like, just so much love. And I'm sending love to the mountain. It's sending love to me. And it's like, I'm hearing all these, like, thank you for showing up, and thank you for doing this, and you're such a good listener. And all of a sudden, I heard this. I just heard, let's go. I did not even think twice about it. I picked up my towel, put it over my shoulder, and I began marching up that mountain. <clears throat> now, I have to tell you why this is so crazy, why this would seem crazy to most people, because it was just five days before this, okay, five days ago, five days before this 19th day. I was at the chiropractor. I go to a beautiful healer. She uses a little uh, machine called an activator. Looks like a little pen or something. And she can like just really lightly tap an area and it kind of, it gets back into an alignment. So she works on my knees a lot. And my knee about five days before this, this trek up the mountain, my knee had been swollen and it had been full of fluid. Um, I was limping. I was in a lot of pain. I hadn't done anything to it. Like I had gone to hot yoga like regular, you know, like usual. I had done everything like I usually do. And I just woke up and my knee was full of fluid and it was stiff and I was limping. So five days before up the, I'm going up this mountain, she had adjusted my knee and it helped so much. There was no more fluid on my knee, but I still had a twinge of pain behind the kneecap. And that's actually where my surgery was in 85. So... I heard this, let's do it. I grabbed that towel and up I went. But I did not go up the trails. I walked straight up the frickin' steepest hill where the double black diamond skiers come down. Okay, so we got lush grass, okay, because it hasn't been mowed in a little while. <clears throat> I'm stomping up that. And I have not done a lot of cardio <laughs> because of my knee issue. So I am trekking up that mountain. I am um, going all out, and I'm praying the whole way. I'm like, it, well, not the whole way. I didn't start praying till I really started breathing heavily. I'm like, okay, God, and like you, call, I know, I trust that you're going to help me get up this freaking mountain. So uh, here I go. Like I'm going, and you're going to help me. Angels, help me. Like I was Archangel Michael, carry me. <laughs> so you start these whole, uh, you know, all these dialogues with your team. So what I would do is when I totally got out of breath, which didn't take long, I would throw the towel down. I literally would collapse on the ground and like just be like panting, catching my breath. And then I would just like calm myself. And it, it got to where I could do it, it quicker each time. So I would calm myself down. I'm like, okay, you can do it. Look how, look how far you've come. Like I would look it down and say, look how far you've come. And then I would peek up top and say, well, look, look, that's all you got to go. Instead of saying, look how far you have to go, I was making it, I was telling myself there wasn't much left. So I did this several times, and I bet I probably, uh, you know, fell on my towel at least 10 times to catch my breath, at least. So I would do what I could, whether it was 10 steps, 20 steps, 50 steps, and then, and, and they were baby steps because it was vertical straight up. And I'm also, I'm trying not to pay attention to anything about my knee, but I'm also kind of in the habit of being a little careful with it, just making sure I don't overextend it. So this one time I collapsed, 
Now, I'm not collapsing like passing out. I am, I'm throwing my towel down and I'm realizing it's time to lay down and catch my breath. That's what I mean collapsing. And I'm laying there and I'm, I look over and this whole mountain is just complete green, beautiful green grass all the way down the slope. And I'm laying there and I glance over to my right and there's this little white flower just in the middle of the slope by itself. And I'm, I'm like, oh, isn't that so cute? You know, I took a picture of the flower and because I had my phone, I was taking pictures of things. And then I was honestly more focused on survival at that moment. I'm going to tell you this whole flower story in a minute. But I was focused on surviving. But see, again, when you're in the flow, you just do things. I took a picture of that flower not knowing that later on it was going to be a huge wink for me. So to make a long story short, I finally made it to the top of that mountain. And it got to where I was like, well, I have to make it all the way up now because I have to find an easier way down because they have it all like um, there's lines of trees and fencing. So you can't like I couldn't just cut over and find a trail somewhere. I had to keep going up until I got to the top or else I had to turn around and go back down. So I got to the top. And as soon as I got up there, I'm like, you know, catching my breath. And I'm, I'm just looking out over the world in awe of how far I can see. I'm in awe of what I just did. I'm in awe because my knee has zero pain, zero pain. Even bending down, I used to get pain. I had no pain. I was just like, I was in awe. And I was thanking God. I'm like, thank you. Oh, my God, you, you, know, you even show me that I can do more than I ever thought possible. I mean, that's what I teach people. But see, even I'm still being worked on. You know, God's like, let's go up this freaking mountain. I'm going to show you that you can do it and that you're going to be healed when you're done with this because that's actually what happened. So I'm at the top thanking God, just sending love out to this world, this beautiful, all these mountains that, it, you know, it's fall here in Northeast Pennsylvania. So the, all of the leaves are turning and it's just God's glory at its finest. And like, I can, I'm thanking God for creating all of this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And here comes this couple with their dog. They're the ones that saw me in the bottom. Okay, so they come up around this, this turn, and they get up closer, and the husband's like, you know, he's seeing me standing over this vertical drop, and he's like, did you just climb up that? Because they remembered seeing me at the bottom. And I said, yeah, I did. And he goes, are you nuts? And I go, well, I have been accused of that before, and I'm starting to believe that's quite possible. You know, I was just laughing. And I said, I don't know why I did it, but I said, I did it, I guess, just to prove I could. So I had his wife take a picture of me, and I'm standing up on the mountain. I have my arms, you know, stretched out in victory. In fact, if you, um, if you go to Facebook and find my personal page, I have a personal page and a fan page. Like, yeah, come, come like both of them. But my personal one, I think, is the one that has me on top of the mountain. So I, um, you know, caught my caught my breath and then I decided okay so it's time to go down the mountain and I was asking that couple you know which way you know is there a trail over that way and they said oh yeah it's nice it's a wooded area and it's it's not super steep and I'm thinking thank god you know I'm gonna go down easier than I came up uh no that is not what God had in mind I guess because I walked over to the next slope I hadn't even made it to where the trail was that they pointed at and I just, something guided me and said, we're going down this way. <laughs> so I walked down the slope right next to the other steep slope. And I walked down, I'm not, I kid you not, baby steps all the way down that friggin' slope to the bottom. I was in awe. When I got to the bottom, I felt fantastic. 
My legs felt alive. I felt like I had just energized something that had been asleep for so long, like like waking the sleeping giant. That's probably what it is. It's the, the you know, it, I awoke the sleeping giant within me, in my soul. I still was not reaching my potential. Just as a soul here, not just, not just on a physical level. I forgot to mention that when I was walking up the mountain, I can't remember the name of the song, but uh, there was a song that kept playing in my mind that, I, I don't know if it was from a, a church song or if I heard it on the radio, but it was, I'll meet you at the top. That was part of the phrase, that was the phrase that kept going over in my mind, going up the mountain. And I knew that was God cheering me on. So that really kept me going up the mountain because I kept hearing, I'll meet you at the top. And I'm just looking up there going, holy cow, I cannot believe what I'm doing, that you're making me come up here. <laughs> Which of course we know God wasn't making me do it. So let me wind this down with the daisy story. That's what the flower was. I posted a picture of it in my private Facebook group. So I have a private group that anyone in my spiritual boot camp is a part of. And we're this big, happy family. Um, I am pretty active on that page, and we do a lot of stuff there, uh, the spiritual boot camp page. Um, but I posted a picture of the daisy because I always I, – I, I, oh, how do I say it? We get to know each other very, very uh, close <laughs> in spiritual boot camp. I'm just going to say that. So I reveal a lot more to my boot campers than even my personal page or my fan page, and I'm pretty much an open book as it is. So I posted this picture of the daisy, of the flower. That's all I said, the flower. I said, look at this little white flower that showed up. And one of the women in the group who's a very gifted intuitive said, isn't that a daisy? And I couldn't believe it. She was right. It was a little white daisy, and it was a wink from Daisy, my dog, who died several months ago. And I realized that the time that I took that flower, the picture of that flower, was the same time I was thinking to myself, Daisy would have loved this. And I was even picturing her walking with me on that mountain. Come to find out, I really was seeing her there. So I wanted to share this amazing story with you. There's so much more that happened on the mountain, and I will probably record more podcasts about things that happened up there. Um, and I don't even know what's next. But all I know is when you get a call from God, source, creator, an idea, an epiphany, I literally heard him. <laughs> but when you get that call, it's time to do it. And so many of us are being called right now. And maybe we don't have the, the radar on high where we can actually tell if that's God or universe. We just have these ideas, these notions, this feeling, I need to do this, or I, I'm supposed to be doing more here, or I'm opening up to my gifts and I don't know what to do with it. We're being called, so many of us. And when we ignore that call, that's when we get these nudges, these kicks in the, <laughs> kick in the pant, <laughs> the kicks in the pants. That's just what I felt like I needed. Because God was saying to me, oh, yes, you've come so far, but, honey, you're far from done. All right? It's time now. You, oh, God, I was just, I really just heard. It's time to be on top of that mountain. You're on top of the mountain. Wow. So how about that? I just got my little aha moment right here recording my podcast. 
speaking with all of you. All right. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It, it is such a joy to record these and send them out to you. And I do hear from so many of you that, that let me know it's helping you in your journey. And I thank you so much. I appreciate that. If you ever want to move further, you know, I do this group called Spiritual Boot Camp. Hop in now. Hop in. Get in the next one. I'm running them quite often now. Get in it. Let's get into the Good Vibe Tribe. That's what we're doing. We are master manifestors, and we just need to realize it. That's what boot camp's all about, get, getting you closer to your team, your spiritual team, clear connection with God, creator source, and start manifesting all of the goodness. I also do one-on-one coaching. I have a few spots open through the throughout the year, so you can always check in with me to see if I have an opening for you. You can get on my website and check it out at juliatreat.com. All right, also, real quick, if you're not on my Instagram, come on over there. Come over to my Pinterest. Check out my YouTube channel. Get, get me on Facebook. Let's connect. All right, sending love to you. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. Be sure to visit juliatreat.com to connect with Julia on a more personal level. She offers a variety of programs to help you continue on your spiritual journey. Julia is a master at helping her clients move into their own spiritual gifts with grace and ease. And her one-on-one coaching programs are consistently selling out due to her students' overwhelming success. Visit juliatreat.com to check out all of the juicy details.